This is Live from the Table, the official podcast of the world-famous Comedy Cellar, coming at you on Sirius XM 99, Raw Dog, and as a podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. How are you? This is Dan Natterman. I'm with Perry L. Ashenbrand. She's the producer. Hi. Of the show. And uh, Noam Dorman is with us. He is the owner of the ever-expanding Comedy Cellar. Noam, how do you do? Noam is looking at his phone. There, I'm, there. I'm, go ahead, sorry. I'm doing great. I'm just looking, looking at an old picture of me and my wife from like, I don't know, 19. And had it 19. It's hard. I have to figure well, it out. But probably the 90s. La, la, yeah. You met her in the 90s, right? Yeah, I met her in the 90s. La, late 90s, it would be. How do you feel looking at that picture of your younger self? Um, I, I don't mind. I mean, I, I I'm outraged at the idea of getting older. You know. But uh, yeah, I don't think I ever looked quite like that. There's something about that picture. I I, I put it through like a I, a photo restoration thing. I'm asking them to bring up the original from the office so I could see it. But um, I was a little boy. I looked like a little boy. Well, I'm always sad to see older pictures of myself because you know the differences. Even from five years ago, you know the differences can be can be startling. Um, and uh, time does march on. Anyway, um. <laughs> The Comedy Cell is getting a new website. I think that's worth mentioning. It's a gorgeous new website. Is uh, it gorgeous? I think so. Well, I didn't it, see it. It's the, the current website is kind of... I haven't of, seen it. Go ahead, go ahead. The go current ahead. website's... Um, I know some people like it because it's very simple and down-home and kind of no-frillsy. But this uh, new website is, is extremely splashy. And when is it... Is it, is it um, I guess it hasn't gone live online yet. Oh, so the old website, you know, I, I, the, the old website I... That that website was a new website, I don't know, 10 years ago. And I, I went to a company to do that. It was the same company that did Howard Stern's website. I guess I shouldn't say their name on the air, even though, I, whatever. And, and I didn't have a good experience. Um, and they charged me a lot of money. And, you know, it was like, uh, it was like what I imagine a prostitute would be. Like, you know, they didn't really care about me. They just wanted, you know, like I'd paid my time and, and uh, they just wanted me out. So they, so they gave me a website as quickly as possible. I was never really happy with it. But at least it had like a time capsule look to it. So I felt like even though everybody criticized the website, it was still something about it that it wasn't like if you look at the other clubs, a lot of them have like template websites. It looks like they downloaded a template. It looks like a strip mall type mm -hmm. club. So. But then finally, this website. So I was able to work with somebody who's kind of a friend of mine, and um, the new one. Yeah, and he's it's a labor of love for him. And he's a graphic designer, and I have another guy who's responsible for the coding. And this website is really going to um, uh, utilize all our old pictures and stuff like that, and we're digitizing video and stuff like that. So to really impart the feel of the comedy cellar as a not just a stage, but as a, a gathering place for comedians, a scene, a, like a um, like a historic and Yeah, and so, so so when you yeah. go on the website, you'll see different pictures. There'll be a montage of pictures, like a, I, what do they call that when the, montage. like a, a um, slideshow, I guess, yeah. of of pictures from the history of the Comedy Cellar. Everybody from Jerry Seinfeld to Robin Williams to, I, I mean, you name it, I guess, is you right, Mitch Hedberg. Uh, yeah, and 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 most of the pictures are them not on stage, of the hanging out. Okay, which, I, which that was, I think, the the key. Decision that I made was that I, because at first he was just giving me all these pictures of everybody on stage. Mm -hmm. I said, well, you know, well, actually, when I look at the pictures of the club, I'm I'm much more drawn to the pictures of everybody hanging out in the olive tree, you know, various people hanging out together, laughing, whatever it is. Like so, I really weighted it much more towards pictures of these people, um, just hanging out. There's, there's a great picture like Jerry Seinfeld going over his notes in the stairs. Uh, like you checking your phone at the podcast table, stuff like that. <laughs> um, um, I like that stuff. Pictures of, and amazing combinations like Louie and Robin Williams and Jim Norton and Bill Crystal and uh, uh, someone else famous is in that picture. Like just crazy combinations of people all hanging out. And there'll also be old clips on the website of. Well, it may not be when we first put the website up, but I definitely am digitizing hundreds of videotapes. So I'm going to put some. Well, I don't think I'm going to have sound because I don't really want to uh, play old performances. I have to get permission for everything, blah, 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 blah. But just like old, crappy quality video, a few seconds here, a few seconds there, various people on stage, I think it's fun to see. 
Weren't you posting some old videos though on the uh, the Instagram? Those I, I got permission for those. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I saw there was a Mitch Hedberg clip. I think, but you said there's no sound. Yeah, no, there's no sound. Yeah, I got. I got it. You put me in touch with his. He, he played here very, very seldom, as I recall, Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, but he played here. Um, yeah, that's going back obviously quite a ways. For for uh, a while, he was here a lot. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe that was during the time that I wasn't here a lot. That's why I'm he took your spot for a while. No, no, there was a there was a time where I was in and out of this club throughout through the nineties. Um, I was sort of in and out of this club. I was in, I was out, I was in, I was out, and then the early two thousands, I started to become a fixture. So I was looking staggeringly at, long time ago. It is a long time. So what do you think about Tucker Carlson being fired, Dan? Well, you you know that I don't necessarily uh, follow these things uh, closely. But obviously, you have strong opinions. No, I don't have. What do you think, Periel? I couldn't be more pleased. Why? What? You thought he deserved to be fired? I don't know. I mean, I don't think he ever deserved to be on the air to begin with. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea what, you know, if he did something or what, but I think he's disgusting and a horrible, just awful. Well, Who wants it? Just spewing. <clears throat> Me- Megan Kelly has a discussion about this uh, topic on her podcast today. Yeah. Uh, it was a little bit more. <laughs> well, what did she say? <laughs> did she like him? She, um, we, I don't want to talk about it. But anyway, we, I, I, w- I would like to get on somebody. This is a very interesting topic. Uh, Tucker Carlson being fired and Don Lemon being fired. Um, well, I, I know that Roy would mention it. Roy, should I? I mean, he was he's doing the White House Correspondence Center. That's not a secret, I don't think. I don't think so. No, he was not here. anymore. He was. I don't think it's a secret. <laughs> I mean. Uh, no, it can't be a secret. Uh, he was here working out the material for it. The material is a secret. <laughs> yeah, the material I'm not going to get into, but uh, but he mentioned, um, I think he mentioned Don Lemon uh, and Tucker, but um, but it, it was very good. I don't know if you saw it. No, I, I, think, see it. I think he's going to do well. It's just weird because he goes on stage and he says he has to preface it by saying, this this might be of some interest, uh, he has to preface it by saying, okay, I'm doing this this event, so I'm just doing jokes for this event. Then he says, good to be here at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. So, and then he, he he's he's doing the jokes as if he's really there. So it's a little odd because he's saying like, uh, but, uh, uh, you know, the President Biden is here. Hello, Mr. President. They had, they know, had in stopped, front of the Comedy Cellar audience, but they enjoyed it. I think. They had stopped having comedians, uh, as far as I know, hosting that after Michelle Wolf's right performance. When right? was her? When when was that? This is like six years ago. Wait, Michelle's was six years ago. That can't be right. It was like Trump's first year or something like that. Didn't she just? That is astounding. I mean, of all the of all the shit that happened a long time ago that I thought was last year, it's twenty seventeen <laughs> or twenty eighteen. Didn't she just skewer him? Well, yeah. So she, um, she, she had asked me to look at the video of her set before and, and tell me what I thought of, and tell her what I thought of it, and it was great. But I say, oh, you know. That joke about Sarah Sanders. 2018, uh, 2018. 2018. That joke about Sarah Sanders being from the, uh, what was the show that she compared to? With the, what's the show about the, the, the poor people? Nicole, what's the name of the show? <laughs> I'll find it. TV show. I'm about still what? reeling from the fact that that was five years ago. What, that, what show? Can you astounding. say a little bit more about it? I know, I've never seen it. Anyway, it, she, and she compares to a character from this. TV show, and he's essentially, you know, saying she's ugly and fat and whatever it is. And I said, that's that's pretty harsh, Michelle. I don't know, I don't know if that's how that's going to go over. <laughs> so I, I I did identify the the one joke which would be the most controversial, but I had no idea. I mean, that was a huge event. Handmaid's Tale. What was it? Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Good. Um. So, uh, but Michelle knew what she was doing. I mean, that really that really catapulted her. Uh, her career at that time. It was a funny, funny routine she did. But, I, you know, I'm just never partial to really mean jokes. I never have been. In, in this digitizing process, I, I found some old Lisa Lampanelli sets. Mm-hmm. And, my God, the stuff that she used to say. Just the, the well, they, they were a lot really of, harsh ethnic jokes. They were Yeah, they were ethnic stereotype jokes. But And I, I remember at the time being uncomfortable with them. Oh, really? I, I remember telling my father, you know, the stuff she's saying... My father said, "No, she's great." <laughs> father loved her, and she, he was right. She turned into a big star after that. Yeah, you know? but I was, I was always a little squeamish about that stuff. Not offended. Offended wouldn't be the word. Just um, 
there's something about it that, that I, I didn't like. I, I feel not. I feel like not good laughing at some of that stuff. Right, right, right. And you know, and you know me. I really don't care, but for whatever reason. But you could never say that stuff now. I mean, when, when Dice Clay was here not long ago and tried to camouflage his old material by saying, I used to be able to say this, but yeah. I can't say it anyway. It, it it didn't go over. He had trouble with it. He Other stuff he did went over, but the old stuff. What what was some of the jokes? Do you recall some of the jokes that Lisa was doing? No, I'll find a few. I mean, just... Well, really. you know, Don Rickles used to do that. I mean, Don Rickles, I saw an old roast of Don Rickles. I don't know who they were roasting, but, you know, of course, he's roasting everybody in the room along with the roastee. And he was saying stuff like, uh, he said something like Isabel Sanford, I think. Remember, you know, Isabel Sanford, the actress, played Wheezy Jefferson? Yeah. He said, okay, you're going you're gonna to clean up afterwards or something oh, like that. God. Like, things that are just, he, like, he kissed, uh, at one point he kissed Sammy Davis Jr. He said, I love this man. I, he kissed them on the cheek, and he says, did any of it rub off? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, just stuff <laughs> that you cannot even believe, but, oh, was- I, but that was, I assume... Roughly the kinds of no, stuff that no, Lisa was. It was saying. worse. Lisa stuff was. Oh, worse. Lisa stuff was worse. <laughs> so there was an old, there's a funny routine. I mean, I mean, funny, but where um, you know, it was like Sammy Davis Jr., Dean Martin, and Frank Sinatra, mm-hmm. and Dean Martin's like, and 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 Sammy Davis Jr. jumps into Dean Martin's arms, mm-hmm. and they walk towards Sinatra, and Sinatra says, "I'd like to thank the NAACP for oh, this yeah. award," okay. <laughs> and that's kind of that always struck me as kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and not only because Sammy Davis Jr. obviously was in on the joke, which which doesn't really cleanse it, but there's. It's cute. Like it was. It wasn't like mean, you know. It wasn't mean. But some of the mean stuff, I don't know. Like people might think I'm like because I'm so like anti woke and everything that that I that I think everything is fine. I do think everything is fine, but that doesn't mean personally I have always. But let's be clear: these jokes weren't brilliantly written jokes. Yeah. It's not like like you know people say, oh, you can't, you know, that comedy's not what it used to be. I mean. It's true you can't say those things anymore for good or for bad, but let's be clear: these weren't brilliantly written jokes. These were basic. Easy joke like Isabel Sanford gonna clean afterwards or whatever you know yeah. stuff like that. Did it rub off? I mean, these aren't brilliant jokes. These are easy jokes, and I don't know that comedy is diminished. Even if you believe that we shouldn't be so politically correct, whether you believe that or not, I don't think comedy has been diminished because these jokes are no longer b- being being told. They're, they're also funny. They, they they weren't good jokes. They're funny in certain contexts. So in a roast situation, so like for instance. We've seen roasts where, you know, some of the black jokes can be really like outrageous. Like, like I don't want. Can I say what? Like things that have said. No. Like, like you can't say them. I mean, they're on the roasts, but um, and within that context of the roast, I will laugh at them because the roast uh, has changed. It's, it's different rules for a roast. Mm-hmm. So the same joke which I would laugh at at a roast, I won't wouldn't laugh at ordinarily. So like. In a rose, did it rub off? Or I think Rich Voss compared some black comic to King Kong one time in a rose, whatever. Like you said, you're just not supposed to say. Well, that's that's but, dangerously but, close to Shane Gillis, which got not. I mean, we got Roseanne Barr in trouble. Right, but the thing is, when you're at a rose, that it's like there's rules, and it's like there's a Marcus of Queensbury rules in boxing match, but a roast is MMA or whatever it is, and or you know, and and in a roast, everybody knows. Listen, mm-hmm. you can say whatever you want. The stuff you can't say. Part of the fun of the, part of the fun of the roast is that now you can you can say it all. Well, I don't. I even in a roast, there's there's limits. Jason Salmon is with us. Jason, we were discussing. Yes. You know, you ever see these old uh, Don Rickles roasts where he's like making really crude racial and ethnic jokes? Yeah, they feel they feel so dated. It's almost like a time capsule. Like it's almost like a it's almost like a uh, like there's a, I think Sarah Silverman summed it up. She's like, if you haven't been insulted by Don Rickles, then you aren't in comedy like there's like she felt like that was like this sort of coronation of her as a comic to have been insulted by him it's almost like he spoke a language that went out of fashion before he died but he was the only one who still spoke it and could get away but then lisa lampanelli took up the mantle we were discussing her before you got here but but we were saying that you can't really do that anymore i don't think you could get away with I think Absolutely. with roasts, there's a weird because there was a stretch of time where a bunch of that was a big thing going on. Uh, they were putting stuff online all the time. They were having all these roast battles, and part of the thing was it's like this is a place where you know that these two people are friends, so they are play hating each other, mm-hmm. 
and it sort of broke away all that. You're like, oh, this is not based on hatred. This is based on can I get deep into you? You know, can I can I hurt you? Sort of. You know, can well, I can I do a thing that makes you go, oh no? <laughs> well, that's what what Dome was saying. The rules are different. Anyway, Jason Salmon is with us, a comedian, actor, writer from Texas. Don't mess with Texas. Don't. He's do been not. in Orange Is the New Black, Red Dead, Red Dead Resumption. Yeah. Who? Have you not played that? No. Oh, that's okay. a video game. Thirty it Rock. Is. It is. A uh, bunch of <laughs> uh, 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 automobile commercials. Yeah. Yeah. If you've seen an automobile commercial in the last decade, I was probably in one of them. Well, that's got to be yeah. good for your bottom line. It is. It is the commercial world. I never um, glorious. If 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 uh, Judy Gold were here, she'd be saying me 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 because she. As an issue with me relating things back to me, it's hilarious that that stuck with you. Even even the even what, I thought it was back un- in the sixty was me me. Well, me. I thought it was unfair. <laughs> I thought it was unfair. Oh, I mean, I am host the podcast. If my yeah. life has relevance uh, to to it, uh, I feel like she's but got but a I point. think I never did uh, have any luck with commercials. But you have that look of just southern. I have the uh, cautionary tale look. You know, NASCAR. <laughs> That's my job in commercials. I am the guy you put up next to your product, and you're like, if you don't buy our product, this is the direction your life <laughs> goes. Your that was it. I am. I'm cautionary tale guy. Well, you look like uh, your average NASCAR fan. I, or, I, have, or, I will tell you, I've done, I've met tons of NASCAR drivers. I've done tons of NASCAR commercials. Yeah. And more than that, I, you look like a black and white photo of you would look very similar <laughs> to a, a Civil <laughs> War tinta. <laughs> that, you know what? They, they showed a thing they were talking about when, the McCarthy, when uh, Kevin McCarthy was being voted on for speaker and he mm. went to like 30 something votes or something like that. They're like, oh, the previous most votes. Was this guy, and it literally, I was like, it looks like me. It looks so much like, and he was in a Civil War outfit. I was like, all right, yeah. Yeah, you look like uh, you, you fought for the gray. <laughs> okay. His new, sta- his new stand-up special, Biscuits and Gravity. Yeah. Not gravy, gravity. Gravity. On April 27th, it's out. Where is it out? On YouTube? Or? YouTube. Coming out on That's YouTube. That's how it's being yeah. done nowadays. You, that is. You yeah. do it yourself, and you put it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. I got a call. My, my wife says, call me ASAP. Uh-oh. Okay, well, hope um, everything's okay. But. Well, I could take the beginning of it here. I'm, I'm sure she just, she's, she's just... She's listening in. She wants she's oblivious to... Well, I, I mean, I hope it's not tragedy. Otherwise, you cut it out of... Hi, is everything okay? I'm doing a podcast. Well, what's the headline? Oh, it's good. It's, okay, okay, okay. I'll call you later. Okay, bye. Bye. All right. Okay, no tragedy. <laughs> Everybody just found fine. some large checks we had in cash. This is... This <laughs> <laughs> okay. That is the opposite of tragedy. This that is... Tragedy at all. Literally <laughs> the opposite no, no, of tragedy. Biscuits and gravity now. <laughs> yes. Is, is that... Uh, so... so so what does that mean, biscuits and gravity? Do That's uh, I mean, all of my subject matter is I mean, I talk about everything. I talk about race. I talk about uh, generational issues. I talk about uh, I talk about gender. What you, I talk, what's your feeling about race? Uh, I feel like I look so much like the opposing side of any racial harmony that uh, right. that I feel like I have to work a little extra hard. You know, now, most, but most y- people like say, "Oh, I have a black friend." I go, "I have a gay Muslim black friend." That's what I. Well, think. you also have the accent. Yeah, yeah. The nothing about me, like I always to an to an audience, I I feel like I just have to go. I see it too. Whatever you see, <laughs> you know. And look, in certain places, it's like, okay. The elephant is in the room. Let's discuss yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, that, especially in New York. I mean, especially, you know, the especially the further out in Brooklyn you get, <laughs> the more I'm like, hey, I get what you see. Just hear me out. Let me talk. Well, Vic you Henley know? had, had uh, the late Vic Henley, who yeah. did the work here. Yeah, love Vic Henley. Uh, yeah. He didn't look quite as he did. southern as you because he didn't have the mustache. Right. Yeah, and he uh, had he had that uh, gray hair, yeah. you know. He but looked he had, like a, he had, always he, used to be blonde. But he had oh, a thicker. Right. He had that's a thicker. Right. I never knew him blonde. Ever. He had a thicker accent. I believe he was from Alabama. He did he? he so he was Alabama from... trumps Texas, I think, on the scale of it does of what you're talking about. But he so and he had that accent. But he was quite a liberal guy. Oh, very liberal. He was. You know, I don't know if you'd qualify liberal. yourself as liberal. Uh, I always qualify myself as moderate. I feel like the spectrum is moving and not really me. 
Uh, so I, a lot of I people mean, feel that way. So, I, so you woke up conservative, even though you really always thought you were moderate. Uh, I woke up more liberal than conservative, definitely. Yeah, I even that, but I always saw myself as moderate. But the problem is, is like the spectrum keeps shifting, you know. So it's like it's like wait, you're moderate now. You find yourself considered more liberal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because maybe be, where you live. Well, uh, not, well, right. You live in New York City. I mean, I'm from I'm from Texas. I, so many of my friends just unfriended me completely because I was like, hey, maybe maybe the guy died because somebody stood on his neck for a while, you know. And they're like, whoa, that's you know. And they like, so you're a radical. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, I'm more of a mathematician. Uh, that's what I'm really best at. So I just sort of go, all right, percentages. Do you, do you discuss gravity in your special, or is that just... Uh, uh, no, but science, so I thought gravity, biscuits and gravity was a good pun to sort of go, hey, this is, a, this is like a dumb guy talking about smart things. I don't know. It's sort, sort of the vibe I give off. Better than biscuits and science. Yeah, biscuits and science, <laughs> or biscuits and test tubes didn't work. I tried that with a, with a market audience. Didn't, uh, yeah, I got a lot of bad do feedback. Do you talk about that. your dad at all? I don't in this. Well, I do. I talk about conversations that I had with my. Well, I talk about I talk about explaining gender to my dad. You right. know, how'd you, and, how'd you do that? Uh, I related it to. He asked me about. Um, well, apparently, Periel knows something about your father. That yes, yeah, my dad. My should. dad, in fairness, has he has Alzheimer's. He's had Alzheimer's for a while, mm-hmm. um, and so he's progressed, and he's pretty close to the end. And it's uh, you know, it's one of those things that. For me, it was it was something that I'm an optimist, so it sort of like challenged the concept of being an optimist for me. So it mm-hmm. uh, it's been an interesting journey with that. But I'm in a very peaceful place, and I just I was. Well, you uh, also put up all of these beautiful videos yeah. of you together. Yeah, I film. I feed my dad when I go to visit him. You know, because he's at that state where he mm-hmm. can't really can't feed him. He can't do anything. What does he do anything. when you're not there? Uh, well, I mean, he's at a facility, so everybody, I mean, it's not, uh, yeah, if he was depending <laughs> on me, it, yeah, he would be, <laughs> I mean, he might, yeah, because he can't, yeah. well, that sounds pretty serious. What's, what's weird you is better get CrossFit, uh, you're not going to believe this, but CrossFit when I'm not there, that's what, he, that's what he's into, that's what he really, it's basically either me feeding him or extreme sports. How old is he? Uh, he's 75. That is very young. It is young, and he's, and he's legitimately had, so he started, in he's had 60. late stage Alzheimer's for over a decade. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And did you know for over a decade? Yeah, yeah. That's when it got uh, diagnosed. Uh, well, when did you first start to see symptoms? Probably um, probably about a half half of a year before oh. then. You but just, that's you, you just noticed that you didn't realize it was symptoms until yeah. the doctor diagnoses it and you go, oh. So we're talking about a man in his mid-60s. Yeah, yeah. What kind quite, of Quite, quite young. Uh, but just, he just was. Well, well, before you say the symptoms, you have some hypochondriacs in the room. Okay. That don't like to hear about symptoms. Well, uh, believe, means, believe me, as far his his symptoms, uh, who's symptoms are my dad's I'm, I'm symptoms. Kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, whenever I say <laughs> on this podcast, whenever I say his, we know that Dan is the first choice. Uh, but uh, no, the my dad's symptoms were just he was forget he was just being mindless. But he had just retired. Mm-hmm. So what did he do? He was a, he was a school administrator. So he was a, he was a principal for a long time, and then he was a superintendent of a school system. And and he he was really good at like going in, failing schools, and like helping them structure themselves. I, like he was like he was like a human in, uh, like investment banker where they go and restructure something to keep them from going bankrupt. So have you checked his DNA, like the APOE gene? And I all have. Stuff? Yeah, I'm slightly greater risk, but I also have none of the lifestyle factors that he had. Like he only loved red meat, bacon. Uh, he. He didn't drink a lot, but he. Like, I, I just read an article that the those lifestyle factors are overblown. They don't well, I'm, I think, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. I don't know. I I, I <laughs> definitely think I'm just well, messing with you. Well, one thing they. One <laughs> thing they. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> one thing. I mean, exercise obviously. Exercise. Yeah, and work. he was he wasn't an avid exerciser. Um, and and uh, exercising your mind. So they say. Yeah. Learning a second language. This is not why I study French, but it, I guess, could be it might me, be me, a side me, me, benefit. Me. Well, I'm not going to lie. I've seen some of the symptoms in you since yeah. I've been here. So keep <laughs> at the French. Okay. That's all. So tell us. Now I, got a, I did get a joke out of it. Uh, but I don't want to me, 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 me this thing. But if I anybody's mean, interested in hearing I the mean, joke, well, I, well, let's hear your joke. And then I want to hear about his dad's <laughs> gender. Go ahead. Me, well, my right. joke was that I'm studying <laughs> Spanish because I read that it is the lazy onset of Alzheimer's disease. So I'll 
if I get it, I'll get it later, and then I guess I'll have it in two languages. Yes. You know, and people be like, Mr. Natterman, is this your wife? Uh, you'll not say. So, <laughs> so, so that's the joke. It's it's not one of my killers, but it's it's, it's, a, now, it's, why, it's a B plus joke. Why are it's you? It's not it's not my it's not my cousin Sheila level joke. Why are you explaining gender to your senile father? I am not. Are we supposed okay. to use the word senile? It's nice. It sounds it's like a nice. politically it's a nice. Uh, in, uh, can I say senile? It sounds no, like a politically I, incorrect I, word to me. I, you can say senile. He's not senile. He's suffering from Alzheimer's. Senile is a, is would be uh, I think that's more of a specific there's medical terminology for that. I, 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 I don't I thought senile was I, the general I think term for, it, all those, it, for all those I will things. say that and I don't I am just I, fucking it, can't say anything anymore I don't I, know I, I don't no, know no, if no. you can say it or not to me it feels I just think like, it's incorrect it feels like an old word that I don't hear anymore senile always feels pejorative. I had a mulatto friend and she was senile <laughs> <laughs> I don't hear the word senile you're not allowed to say she I can't say she <laughs> right. I'm not a, I'm not hearing the word senile a lot anymore I, I hear yeah. dementia yeah, well, I think senile was when we nobody knew what the specifics of of uh, brain degeneration was, and now we have names for everything. So it's it's one of the, one of the things that I hate more than anything. Yeah, is this thing that all of a sudden words that were never ever used in any kind of derogatory right. way. A memo is handed out. You can't say this anymore, yeah. and then. You get, you know, you get in trouble for it. Like we was right. it last week. Oh yeah, Noam got furious. You like, can't got, say, like a flurry. You can't say committed this. suicide. Well, you really? first of all, that's just one article. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. one, one. You have to say one, was iffy about suicide. Oh, like died by suicide right. because committed suicide sounds like um, uh, an crime. Act. Yes, and yeah. died by suicide sounds like he was the victim. Ah. But that. It's not that you can't say it. It's one guy wrote an article suggesting that you don't say it. Right, no, but this, but this no, is typical no. of Periel's no, no, type. No, no, don't start with <laughs> don't Okay, let me just talk. Let me that. just tell you guys can say. First of all, there are certain people, and you really are, you really are, I love you. I was just defending you the other day, but. To yeah, who? You're a husband, but. To, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, no, honestly, but. That's funny. You are, you are exactly this type of person. Here we go. S- some journalist, somebody writes something, mm-hmm. and this, be- because it, because of the the pipeline of how it's disseminated, as yeah. opposed to just saying it at you know dinner table, some particular publication, some blog, this becomes like a commandment, and then people of a particular uh, uh, political persuasion, Perial, <laughs> they they adopt this like they don't think for themselves. Yeah. Oh, you shall not say committed suicide. Yeah. And then and they'll say he committed suicide. What, what is the matter with you? You're not supposed. I'm like, why can't you say committed? Yeah. You're just not supposed to say no, it anymore. No, 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 no. Yeah. Now, 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 listen. I, I did some work. <laughs> on I'm going Hold to on. defend myself. You're going to. You'll okay. have time. So I looked at. I was. I looked at ChatGPT and and did did hard. You know, restricted Google searches. Committed acts of kindness. Yeah. Committed. Re- the word committed is used in many many contexts mm-hmm. other than committed murder. The problem is. Yeah. Wait, wait. Okay. Obviously, in the committed <laughs> murder. Yeah. It's the word murder, which is the problem. It is not committed. The verb that you use to describe it, he, you know, you can commit bad things. You can, yeah. like I said, you can commit acts of kindness, whatever it is. They that they think they can uh, soften the connotation of the fact that mm-hmm. somebody took their own life. Yeah. By changing the word committed, he died by oh. Oh, that's not so bad. Like, well, oh, I, well, I thought he committed, so he died by... Yeah. Oh, okay. It's so stupid. Yeah. It's so fucking stupid. And they do this all the time, and they do it in political contexts, and 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 people like Periel <laughs> that don't think for themselves... No, you're it's not... They heed this. They heed this. And this happened... My, like we talked about this before, this happened. I'm glad you said you loved her. Look, yeah, I, this I, happened I, when they changed the word. Now, this is gonna be <laughs> shocking to the listeners, but you ask your parents, they'll tell you I'm right. This happened when they changed the word from. <laughs> it sounds even. It sounds horrible even saying it out loud. Mm-hmm. It does. To 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 Asian. I by the way, I just did a joke about that on our show. Yeah. We'll discuss it in the yeah. bonus episode. Now, when I was a kid, there was only one word to to describe right. the descendants essentially of of China, the cultures that descended from right. China throughout, throughout the or, the the throughout uh, Asia. But it didn't include Indians and Pakistanis right. or Israelis who were also from Asia. Right. It included those people. The Far East. Yeah. So, and then one day I said, well, no, you, you can't say say Asian. How come? Well, okay, didn't you see there was a PBS thing where, like, 
Like you can't, so it was never really any reason. And yeah. the people who were latest getting the memo were the Asians themselves because for years you could still go to any Chinese resident, Asian this, I mean, this, all that. Well, like, they're allowed to say it. I remember in- No, they they would I used to have a, a, a friends who were from China. They, they would continually use it. Yeah, he's my- like they used it, they they were. It was kind of like the way Juanita reacts to Latinx. Latinx could have been the next version of it, except well, it just well, didn't take. Bunch of people said we shouldn't say Latino and say Latinx. It's really exactly what happened with the. And they have some you know crazy rationale, but the rationale doesn't really hold up because the word was never derogatory. Oh, because rugs are. Okay, that doesn't mean that. Like, that's yeah. not a, like. Okay, but you. We can have Israeli salad. That's not a reason you don't call people Israeli. No, salad is Israeli. Um, yes, but anyway. So, but what, what's, what's really galling about this particular example is that now. You talk about the committed so, suicide. The, no, no, the, the Asian thing is. And this is interesting. Now you see on college campuses, Indians and Pakistanis joining into like student clubs with Chinese and Japanese, the Asian club. And this is simply because they changed the word. These these cultures mm -hmm. have almost have some things in common, but very little in common. They never considered themselves part of I, the same group. I don't group. think they generally consider themselves part of the same group. There might be an example where they have a group in college campuses, but no, I think no, it's, it's a it's general a thing, matter. Asian. When I was in college, there was a Korean cultural society. There was the, almost my age, Dan. It's the Caribbean now. American Student Association. I mean, people. I don't think it's because the word Asian came into vogue that all of a sudden people from India feel themselves closer to people from China. Well, when you say Asian now, nobody knows what you mean. But well, they you do. Know, yeah. When you said they, they, we knew well, what you meant. Well, you wouldn't call an Indian Asian. Yes, they do. You call them East Asian or East Indian. Well, now they have to put the comment East. What kind of Asian are you? Oh, I'm South. I'm South Asian. It's like, not because, that because, huge a burden, to be honest. But see, I feel like the problem is the generalities. Every every time every time we start generalizing, uh, no, I mean, but that's the thing. Like like when you're uh, when you talk about uh, Asians. That's a general term. If I was just saying, oh, this Korean friend of mine, nobody's like, that's, there's no problem the more specific you get. Well, but the, um, but the, the countries of China, Japan, and Korea, right. particularly, they actually have tremendous cultural similarity. They mm -hmm. study the same Chinese characters throughout them. Like, they, you know, there's all, they have their difference. And I'm no expert on it, but I, mm -hmm. but I know just from knowing people from those cultures. That no, the, no, what he's not saying is that they look similar. Well, they look similar too, but that's not that's not the point. The point is that they 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 do all come from the same place, and and much of the the Chinese stuff in various ways is still throughout throughout Asian culture. Right. Not Indian and Pakistani. South, Southeast Asia, you're talking about. Yes. Well, Asia, you know, whatever, you know. So anyway, so but that's that just we're, we're, we're really off the subject. Well, no, but anyway, no. when they when they change these so words. the key, okay, the, but, what we're trying to get at is uh, I explain gender to my dad by comparing yes. him to an Asian woman. Okay. Uh, now you mean Asian? No. <laughs> <laughs> Southeast Asian, of course. Not Thai. Uh, well, no, yeah. I'm just <laughs> my dad's like, as long like as they're not a northerner, I don't care which you continent. You mean like a Thai <laughs> woman? Yeah, like a little boy. <laughs> well, I just would like, no, I'm just went on a fairly long monologue. I would like to, I would like to put in a, to my two cents. After he tells about the gender, why did you, why were you uh, explaining gender? By the way, look up senile. exactly what Senile is showing weakness or disease of old age especially a loss of mental faculties. That's what senile means. Does it say so that, so It doesn't that, say that you can't say it anymore. No, I, just, I don't I, hear it anymore. But I'll be on the lookout for I it. I don't hear it anymore, but maybe... I, I will say that I think that's a factor of we just know so much more about brain science now. I mean, that, that word was around when we thought that if somebody, you know, was stuttered, we're like, oh, they might need to be put You don't say home. stuttered anymore. What do you say? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Spoke, spoke <laughs> swiftly okay, so, so, and, and repetitively. So we're, how you're saying uh, gender to your father? So no, I was. So my dad had was my asking. He was con he was confused, like uh, about you know. He's like, what's going on? What's this and what's that? And he was always curious. That's the thing that I, I you know, I, I loved about my dad. Um, still do. It's he's not really curious anymore. But uh, he would ask questions he's like what's this about what's this about what do you know about this what do you know about this and i was like look let me explain it to you and so i he asked me about gender reassignment surgery and i compared it to gastric bypass surgery because i was like just people who are like we'll cut that out in the call okay uh yeah yeah whatever you whatever you want to do but that yeah that is uh that's because it's like everybody's got their thing everybody's like oh i don't feel like this and I want to change to be this. And for some people, it's 
gender and for some people it's it's weight and for some people it's it's you know hairstyles it's you know there's there's a spectrum of where and so i was like that was how i compared it and in telling my dad about it i'm like it's sort of like this we had an uncle who had who looked at himself said i don't feel heavy i want to be thin you know and he well, I don't know that the analogy is a perfect one, but... Well, I would say it is. Stuttering is no longer an official diagnosis, according to the DSM. Instead, the name of the disorder has been changed to Childhood Onset Fluency Disorder. No. Here's the thing. Here's the deal. What, Joe Biden <laughs> stutters. Yeah, right. uh, he oh, is a, flu a fluency disorder. No, no, no. Nobody, nobody was around who was currently alive for his childhood. So he... <laughs> He, we get to say stutter. No, I just want to address your, your, your. I, I knew they would change it. It's like they, they. Well, for, no. And eventually, like, okay. My thing, is, it's all verbiage. I'm so, like, if you want to go from, which is four syllables, to Asian, which is two syllables, boom, I'm in I'm, on I'm, Asian. I, I, even hearing the word was so jarring. Now. It is it's jarring, amazing, right? It's amazing how jarring it was. When I said that, I was discussing rugs. By the way, when I, when I remember that there was no other word. <laughs> <laughs> like it really was. It, it wasn't like a word that people used as a you know insult. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm just can. excited for the video snippet of this podcast that has me comparing <laughs> to Asians <laughs> <laughs> and this face, and it's just like, all right, here we, we won't go. Do, we won't do that. Too. <laughs> well, uh, before, I just uh, if I could address <laughs> like Noam, Noam's uh, monologue about. How they change the word. Now, you know, what, a, monolo a monologue means that I was talking too much. Well, like <laughs> well, you were talking quite a bit, but... Um, Soliloquy means that was one, one article, suge one article suggested that we don't say commit suicide. The fact is a lot of people view suicide as a selfish act. It's very misunderstood. A lot of people are ignorant about mental illness, like Noam Dorman on our previous episode, <laughs> who think you should just buck up and <laughs> suck it up. That's not what I said. I said if you don't actually have some some... some I was saying if Bruce Springsteen doesn't actually have clinical depression, like some, right. something, and he's like no. upset with his life, mm -hmm. the best thing I can say to him is says, you know, get over yourself. Yeah. Okay, you're Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. You know, you're indulging yourself. Mm -hmm. It's not like the Godfather. You can start by being a man. <laughs> and that's yeah. what I. That's what I. Th I don't think that's necessarily bad. Right. Advice to people sometimes. Okay. People can get caught up, especially but when not, I would but not advise. People who are actually suffering from yes, but the point is that there's, a dynamic, there's a dynamic when you have sycophants around you and you're yes. famous. And everybody caters to every whim, yes. and you and you begin to uh, get enamored with yourself. And oh, I feel I'm still a little under the weather today. Yeah, oh, what's that, the matter? Oh, that, oh, that's yeah. awful. Can I do anything for you? And and that you know, and you can get addicted. Yeah, I don't to know that. anybody that's talking about that in their biography. But in any case, or autobiography, <laughs> uh, Bruce Springsteen brought it up in his autobiography because he was suffering deeply. Anyway, what was so the, what was he suffering? What depression. Was, what, but what was he? Okay, but was it? What was bothering him? I don't know. I He's, didn't psychoanalyze. Yeah, will, order, he didn't. He didn't mention it. I will say he this: just, he was greater, depressed. I mean, if you 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 because you're so ignorant about depression, you great, don't realize it doesn't have to be attached to anything specifically. It's just a overwhelming sense of sadness and worthlessness. It has, which, it by, the, which by the way, has, I'm speaking for himself here. And, and it, doesn't, mean, it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with your life situation. Although, be, let's be honest about it, our life situations are all pretty shitty considering there's no God and we're all dying. <laughs> and that includes Bruce Springsteen. Now that's where I draw the line. <laughs> now that's no God. By the, by the way, anyway, so suggesting that we say die by suicide doesn't seem to me ridiculous. Now, as a general matter, words change. Okay, Afro-American used to be accepted. Used to be accepted. Uh, cut it out, Nicole. Cut that out. Do <laughs> yeah. you have any beef with that, or would you prefer to go back to, to those words? To which words? Are you outraged that it's no longer an acceptable word? I mean, this is we're not in a two shot on this, are we? I don't know. It's good. All right. <laughs> just... Words change, and I don't. I, I mean, it's, it doesn't seem to be an overwhelming burden to to adapt to it. I think the difficulty is is that words are like clothes. People can wear them and influence people to believe that they're a certain way, and people can see you wearing them and make a decision that you're making a certain statement. But the fact is, they're just shelter. They're just a they're just a, a container to contain the actual thing. And and right, but, and but, people who don't okay. analyze words. So so, let, so go ahead. People who don't analyze words, which I would argue that most comedians overanalyze words uh, if anything if there's any error it's on the side of over over analysis but if people don't analyze words they can be fooled you can fool people with words all the time and and by throwing this word being dangerous and this word should be 
used even though it's a even though it's legitimately offensive to a group of people both of those are wrong arguments i think i think th- that words get weaponized the same way if, if i would give you my thumbnail having lived through it sketch of what happened with that word that you said mm-hmm. that rhymes with starts with n and ends with all okay. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't find a word that rhymed with um there aren't any so when i was a kid that was the polite term mm-hmm. um and you hear a million politicians' speeches from that era. Yeah. We talk about uh, the black community as, as the <laughs> community. That changed during the uh, civil rights era, and people started uh, that that that, and I believe that organically came up within the black community itself that they that they liked the term black. James Brown has on "Say It Loud," I'm black and I'm proud. You know, all, all such things, and. Um, so that became the, the preferred term. And then the other word kind of faded away. It, it, was never, it, it, it was never derogatory or considered derogatory. Now it's so uncommon that people assume it's derogatory. So that, that was a more organic thing. The Asian thing, it literally changed overnight. And it, it was different. It, and it didn't, as I understand, it didn't, it was not part of the expression of a movement. It was more like Latinx, where the people actually who were being described by the term were almost the last people to, to get that thing. It wasn't like out of the Asian community. said, we don't like this word anymore. And, and but that's it, not the that, case with suicide. Well, I mean, people, and it's these not, people are all dead. <laughs> I can't ask them. Yeah. Suicide victims. <laughs> but, there's not, but there was, it's not like one guy yeah. wrote an article. I mean, this has been like sort of a general movement. I didn't know that. Well, well I, and I, I think you were sent a few articles that this wasn't like, and there's like a reason for is it, it also. Is, it, is the following true? This whole idea of changing a word to describe something and then making people who still use the old world, old, old word, the object of ridicule or criticism. This is really exists on the left. No, I think it's across the board. Can you can you give me a right wing word which has changed? Right wing people say you shouldn't, you don't say that anymore. Woke. No, woke didn't change. Woke, they they change woke. They won't change woke from something where it's like where it's empathetic to a group of people who have been suppressed in no, some no, way. No, no, no. And then it became I'm, I'm this whole you, thing. I'm, I'll let you think about that and retract it. That is not. An I example. stand by it. <laughs> that is I not, stand upon it as a soapbox. <laughs> that is not an example of that. <laughs> It's 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 part of the politics, and not just a moderate. It's part of like it's part of like progressive left wing politics, to use words and the changing of words and the and the cordoning off words as I off limits one. as part of the battle. I have that, one. That, that, that may be, but there but words do evolve. Yeah. And sometimes yes, uh, words do evolve. I grew up so, in so that. kids. So kids who have mental disabilities. Mental disabilities. Can there you was say, oh, you can say that. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. No, you don't use that word anymore. You don't call people, or not even kids, but kid people with Down syndrome. There was a word that's now considered derogatory mm-hmm. that used to be used. The M word. I assume you're de- the oh, R wow. word. That's a whole. No, no, that's a whole step. that's beyond. That's crazy because no, this. So the the term, and I used to hear this word in grammar school. The term that they used to use for. Uh, Down syndrome was horrifying. It was Mongolian idiot. They would call the Mongolian idiot. They would also use now, the word, which no, that's is not, that's not for Down syndrome. Wait, yes, it, it was for, among other. That's yeah, for it, well, it was for that, and it was more broad. But that's a word when I was that, kid, that is was not broadly. used. It you don't use that word anymore. It's considered a very derogatory term. Right, right. now I I now whatever the word that replaces it. Let's mentally say, challenged. Let's let's let well, or, whatever it is. I, I isn't it true that. In ten years' time, that word will become imbued with some derogatory sense because it's the concept which people are trying to run away from. It's not the the phonetic label that was put on. There was never anything about the word R E T A R D that was derogatory. That was the term. Now, Mongolian idiot is a horrifying term in so many ways. It's a cruel term on its face. It's comparing them to to the looks of Mongolians is making fun of their appearance or call, and also calling has the word idiot in it. So of yeah. course this was a bad I never heard that. That's awful. This was an awful term. Or you, you could you could get that. The word sounds horrible to our ears now like the word uh a, a, 
still sounds horrible to our ears, and you can't undo that. That's so you, like you can't fight City Hall. I'm not suggesting going back because the connotation is there. But, oh, the so connota- but there's no real logic to the fact that the connotation is. Well, there. Part, but also, I think I part just, of it I is. I just the, want to defend myself he's here a sexist for a second. Too, you know, he talks. I um. I, you know, you, you're making it like they say this and then like you just I swallow these concepts. It's like almost like the Matrix hug. with you. I, no, but it's like it a makes, meme. You just see a meme. And you're like, I understand. I no longer say. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's literally. I, do, I, I am a fan of a good meme. But <laughs> I, think I no longer say committed to it. There is. I mean, there's good explanation not to you to say committed suicide. Oh, yes, I, there is. For, for somehow. For hundreds of years, it never occurred to anybody that you can't say committed no, suicide. No, Dan explained it because it's uh, it because came- in the particular case of suicide, there's a lot of misunderstanding and people. I anytime somebody celebrity commits suicide, I see it on social media all the time. How selfish they were to have. Done yeah, I've that. seen so many there's memes about, about that. It, people are not going to think it's any less selfish because they say they died by suicide. They say he died by suicide. Well, it might open up a discussion. I don't know. I I, I I agree with you. I'm not going to chastise or reprimand people who use the old language. Can I, but but I don't have a problem with the evolution of language. I, can I make a related point? And I, I know Perry may not follow and we this. We need to give Jason <laughs> Sam a little more airtime. <laughs> no, today, is, today, I believe, is the 75th anniversary of the State of Israel. Correct. And people were talking about Israel today on the, on the, on the radio. And it really made me think of the, the, this causation, uh, correlation to causation issue. So Israel is now one of the most uh, wealthy countries in the world, has most of the, uh, one of the most technologically um, adept countries. It has one of the most, I mean, Israel, Israel is an amazing, doing amazing in, in so many ways. If Israel were a totally failed state, people would say, well, what do you expect? They, this was the the the, the, the uh, an oppressed people who came over from you know the Holocaust with nothing on their back. They were col- 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 victims of colonialism. There's a desert. They have no natural resources. They, you know, like you you could you could just pile on all the reasons why. Of course, like of course that's why they're they're doing terribly. Look at like look at what, but that's that's not the case. And and maybe even. These handicaps, can you say handicap? These these yes. challenges Obstacles. were <laughs> were uh, part of the reason that they overcame. I don't know. It's like Israel was never known; didn't even have a nation for two thousand years. They certainly didn't have an army, and now they have maybe the best army in the world. Like they rose to that also, man for man. I mean, it's- yeah. So the point is that just because you can point to, like, you can make connections between things. But it's you really don't know if they're true, like you know. You're saying that intellectually, I might not be able to follow that logic. Like I'm, I'm, no, I'm kidding. I'm saying why? Why? <laughs> so another example was like you know Trump was never anti-vaccine, right? Trump was Operation Warp Speed. He loves the vaccine. Like he was so he was taking proud of so proud of his vaccine. Yeah. And then somehow all the Trump followers became totally anti-vax. Well, he he hid. That he got the vaccine. That didn't. No, he help. bragged about it in the in the debates when they and they. No, no, no. Back. He he talked about the vaccine stuff. Like, like he hid well, he, when, when he got the vaccine. He didn't talk about that's it. Not until later. That's not true. Until later. Only later he he he. No, as a matter of fact, even it's it's just not true. It during the debates he bragged that there's going to be a de- uh, vaccine by, by by the election day and the uh, no the, he, New York uh, Times yeah, yeah. back checked him. Um, he he loved Operation War Speed. He was never anti-vax. He might have. Later on, toned it down because his followers had become so anti-vax. But my point is this: right. if Trump had been anti-vax, and then all his followers were just as anti-vax as they are now, everybody say, "Well, of course, it's Trump. He made them anti-vax." And if somebody says, "Well, maybe, maybe they're anti-vax because Trump said that stuff," but maybe they'd still be anti-vax even if Trump had taken credit for the vaccine. People say, "Are you fucking kidding me? You expect <laughs> me to believe?" You really don't. Isn't well, it obvious that he's responsible for the fact that they're anti-vax? But the fact is, you really causation can be so mysterious, and you can make your best guess. So, having said all that, I don't believe that these words have anything to do with anything. Nobody no. does or doesn't do anything because of some dumb word. You can you can draw an association between committed and people don't understand. They think it's selfish. Blah blah blah. Yeah, that's true. You think it actually has any real world impact? Well, I, I think I, not. I don't. I, is there I, a word? 
Yes, sorry. Go ahead. Jason. Jason, you've been under under. Okay. under uh, <laughs> is there a word that is there a word that like that you think currently is undergoing that that that? Uh, well, I found out this c- committed. So so well. Uh, okay. So, I don't know if that's so going to catch on again. So I don't think were, I haven't it, heard that catch. It on. already caught on. Yeah, it's yeah, a it's thing. If you if you were talking to somebody and I and look I I don't know what the right I've now. I've never heard of the I've never heard of that uh the committed suicide thing myself. So I I am as you know, caught, a, you. caught off guard as you. Yeah. <laughs> no surprise. Look at me. No chance I'm gonna commit suicide. That's you know. Or I'm sorry. Well if you do it'll be with a shotgun. Yeah. I, I don't commit to anything. That's that's the word that really gets me on that <laughs> phrase. Um but I I if somebody came if somebody you were talking to somebody and you're like, oh they committed suicide and they're like, look, if you don't mind, my son, you know, went died that, by suicide. died that way. If you don't mind not saying committed because it, it you know, if that were happening in front of you, would you be would you be like, yeah, all right, of, I'm cool of with course. it. Of course, I, I know. I, well, that's the the my that's the thing is is that when I look at a word, I'm just I'm just giving you a, a baseline for how I look at a word. Is if I feel like it's something that I can be empathetic to, then I will do it. If it's something that I think is pure absurdity, here's what here's where I don't agree. We I did a show I did a show where um for a college. And I was it was me and and an Asian comic friend of mine and and one other guy and they were offended by everybody. And I'm like, what offended you? And they were like, that one guy was making fun of Asian people. I'm like, he was making fun of his parents. <laughs> I'm like that. It, you can't be offended by an Asian man making fun of his Asian mother for for how she raised him because well, that is make, a very specific you're making a good point so first of all i always i do use the words that everybody expects you because if you dig in on this like i said you can't fight city hall it becomes like a yeah. political statement yeah. i have no problem I, i'm totally like i said it sounds horrible to say that o word anyway. yeah. i get it because that's but the the uh the the movement to change the word is what i right. object to people I mean, they don't even know the history of the words, so the word has a connotation now. And if you and if you use it anyway, you're choosing. I want to. I want people to interpret to hear me say something that I know is going to bother them. Right. I'm not that type of guy. I'm happy. I don't care about the words. But this whole movement to take words and change them, yeah. and and it and it's it 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 becomes it becomes a never ending quest. Yeah. And there will. I mean, I'll put it this way: there will never be a time when these people who think that way say, "Okay, the la- we're good now. The language is perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just leave it. Just leave it alone. <laughs> Let's just disband. Let's just abandon this. We yeah. our work is done here. We've cleaned up the language. No, it's just nature. Yeah. They will always find new words, and they'll always find new reasons to be offended because they're seeking out the re- the offense. They're seeking out the ability to to. Put other people on the defensive. They're seeking out the ability to make people uncomfortable. They, they well, love the endorphins of being offended. Well, it's all it's well, all a, disgusting. There, I and maybe, maybe, and 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 that might be the truth. Outrage in many is cases. the currency. On the other sure, hand, right sometimes these word changes might have le- like committed suicide. There's a legitimate explanation. It's not just a random thing. Try maybe try to phrase it in a way that makes the person who committed suicide sound more like a victim. That's rational. It's logical. It's not designed to. Just to to shame you, maybe it is, but it also there's a rational basis. They're victims. Yes, yes. they're victims. They're victims. Yeah. That's the whole that, point. That's the whole point is I that they're victims the first, of their mental illness. The first and that, person, that, and not everybody gets that. And because not everybody gets that, it's worth it. a discussion. <laughs> and 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 it's they're not. You're, you're making it sound like people change the language just so that Noam Dorman will have to keep up with all this <laughs> shit, and they could say, "Hey, Noam Dorman, he used a bad word." Maybe there's some of that, but some some of these are rational. Uh, what do you think about when somebody dies? When 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 a member of the comedy selling community dies, SD calls me up. She says so and so passed. Doesn't say so and so's dead. Yeah, I don't. Like, <laughs> I don't like the word passed. You don't like the word. What passed. do you like? Kick the bucket. Died. He died. I he died is fine. But the point about suicide specifically that Dan's saying is true. There is very serious misunderstanding around suicide. People who commit 
who die by suicide mm-hmm. are often thought of that they've done something selfish. That's, that's or, not going to change. That's my point. It's not going yeah. to change. I don't know. I, I th- think I don't know. Maybe it is going to change. It's still kind of like a taboo subject. Well, things do change. Do you, do you yeah. think that? It's not gonna change because um, word. I, I would put this out to to you as well. And and I mean, just in, in, in being around comedy in general, like doing comedy and and being around it. Do you think that has increased your valuation of words? Uh, like, are words you think they're more powerful or less powerful because of what you know about how people shape words into into narratives in their comedy? Do you think comedy has made them seem more valuable, more powerful, or less powerful? That's a good question. Yeah, I, I don't think. It, well, it's because I've been a comic more than half my life. It's hard to remember yeah. what I was like before. But no, I don't think so. I, I don't. I, I feel. I, I feel I, like they've. To me, words are not powerful at all. It but can be used for I mean, good and bad. I mean, as comics, a lot of course, of we have to very oftentimes one word can make a difference between a joke oh, that does, yeah. doesn't do very well. But what's crazy is both of those words mean the same thing. And you're like, but you know that if I just change this word, that will change the entire way you perceive this entire idea. Right. Because the words. Um, but they, so although like, they might mean the same thing, their connotation, their impact. Right, sure, right, but right. So but all of that, opposite. all of that is beyond the word itself. The word itself, technically, is the same meaning. Right. But you know how the word will affect somebody, and that's what makes good comedy. I think. Right. I mean, for me, that's yeah. always been the so, challenge of. So comedy. words are extremely important. You're they're important, but they're not powerful on their own. It's the understanding of how right. how right. you use it's them like that contacts. makes them powerful. I yeah, mean, it's like, it's like a bullet's not powerful until right. you put it into a gun right. and point it at somebody. You know, I, I, I guess I, I would say that uh, on the right, what they do dig in on, and this is is disgusting, is on on uh, pronouns. Like when they want to call yeah. somebody who's transgender by their right. biological pronoun. Yeah. Um, that that I that's I, what what is the matter with these people? On the right, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Uh, I a th- lot. I think. Is wrong. I, mean, I think it's the culture of. Outrage, so you're agreeing that in, this, the in this, you're agreeing that the evolution of words, in this case, the evolution of pronouns, is valid. My philosophy on Not, pronouns. I don't know every. Okay, you want your philosophy on is is that that's only words that people use about you when you're not around. Like in reference to you when you're not around, it's like to me, it's pronouns to to uh, the left is like flags to the right. It's like you're putting a lot of importance on something that's basically a symbol for something that's the more important thing. So a flag is a symbol of a country. A pronoun is a symbol of a proper noun named person. So I find the 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 the, the they thing. You know, difficult to to wrap my head around and and to really understand, and and it doesn't really work. And you have sentences that are you l- sincerely and literally don't even know what the sentences mean. But what I'm saying is that if you have a a trans woman who is um, living the life of a woman, and you purposely refer to her as he, yeah, you th- that that is aggressive, yeah. It's just it's, it's just a nasty me. fucking yeah, aggressive thing to yeah. do, as if it really hurts, and, and that's you know, um, that it's hateful. Yeah. Um, that that's not, and and there's other there's a whole we've talked about the whole other issues on that whole thing, which you know I'm I'm like on sports. Yeah. You know I, I'm uh, open to the. I'm very open to the idea that maybe that maybe uh, uh, biological women should only compete with biological women. Yeah. But but that's not mean. Yeah. No, that's not mean. Yeah, I think I think taking that it, but the it's all based on the culture of outrage. I mean, it it helps people be outraged if you go, you know what? He did this. He he won the women's you know thing. And it's it's like it's like all right, you can if you can have a legitimate discussion. I I grew up in athletics and and sports, and I, there's a legitimate discussion about somebody even if they take hormones which they don't know I mean, which by the way like the like the ncaa the the woman who transitioned to a woman and won the ncaa they set, swimmer set out for two years followed all of the rules like the ncaa rules allowed all of that <laughs> and i think there's a legitimate discussion from both sides but you have to eliminate the outrage the second you throw in the outrage the second you start calling uh, the swimmer a he, and the second you, you start, uh, you know, saying that 
no matter what the uh, 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 anybody transitions, they should still be able to do every single thing they would have been able to do in their other gender. You know, I think I think both of those are like a little unreasonable. I think there's a discussion, but that's the problem. Discussion is is boring. Uh, the idea, the idea that a transgender, a trans woman, boxer, yeah, could be allowed. Is that a thing? Allowed to yeah, to kick the shit out of a bylaw. It's just well, well no, no, that's I a bridge mean, too far for me. Especially, especially in something that is a one-on-one. I mean, I mean, like a trans woman swimmer. Like as much as that is an advantage, you're like, well, it's not endangering. Well, look, the well-being of another swimmer. If they have no, a no, I get, I get. If they have a biological advantage, I'm well. The as, as is no, I'm open to the idea that maybe they shouldn't compete. But I if think, you can convince me that they don't have a biological advantage, I, I think the weird thing is, know. is, is nobody understands fully the science of the hormones. But the weird thing about that one is that that was a fully grown male athlete that transitioned, and that is where that is where you're like, well, physiologically. The man's body is longer, and is and now the muscle mass went down significantly uh, when the hormones were taken. But your body's already longer, and it's 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 got a different perspective, and you've trained as a man. That's like somebody training on steroids and stops taking steroids; they still got significantly stronger while training on steroids. I, I sometimes wonder if back in high school, so if I had transitioned to a woman, yeah. to a girl, and competed on the women's swim team, that people would be outraged that I was losing by less. But I, I can't, I can't, I you can't more spots, I process in my head how, <laughs> how anyone would believe that somebody's like, I want to win this race, this swim race, especially swimming. I'm like, because that's where, that's not a big money sport. Because I was like, I want to win this swim race. Uh, so badly that I am gonna change genders because I can't. I just can't imagine any. I can't get a tattoo because I don't think there's a design out there that would that would make me do something to my skin. So, like for me, I'm like I don't understand well, how I, anybody. I, would. I, I don't think people would transition just to win a race. Right, but right. I, I but suppose that's, it's, I can't rule out the possibility. But that's the thing is is like I just I. I'm so far removed from fully understanding that that even even any opinion I offer on it is an ill-informed opinion because I can't conceive of that at its base. To, That's to, to the extent for me, that for there, me. There, there seems to be some sort of social contagion. I mean, without getting to the trans thing specifically, yeah. we know that sometimes a, a high-profile suicide will all of a sudden spark a bunch of suicides. Mm. Pe- people, yeah. you know. So, if people, if if there can be a social contagion to die by suicide, good. <laughs> <laughs> see, see how awkward that sounds. Progress. <laughs> if there's a, if there can be a social contagion to take one's own life, to take one's own life, um, then you could imagine a social contagion for any lesser. Thing, presuming that killing yes. oneself is the ultimate thing, right? So, so, so anything is possible. Certain yeah. numbers, but there was just a story today about some marathon, I think, in England, where uh, the, the 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 man had been a back of the pack runner, yeah. and in his first race as a woman, he led the pack. Yeah, for women. There's been. Do you s- hear the story about the woman that transitioned to a male and won swimming stuff? Because that there's a real athlete that did that in college too. I haven't heard that. So I mean, well, was that, that was that one well, of Perel's memes? Because I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, I I didn't hear that how, one. How I, we should pause and Google for that it's, one. It's funny because I was I was legitimately gonna I was thinking of a way to like go up there and make a joke like a like a very anti-trans sounding joke, and I'm like, and this you know this woman <laughs> this transitioned to a man. It's outrageous. She should have been competing with the women. But I, I would say uh, that... Uh, getting back to Biscuits and Gravity, and yes. before we wrap things up... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> do, My do you, comedy is very... Do my, you have any trans humor? A lot of people... Well, expl- the part where I explain gender to my dad is, uh, is trying to say that... How long ago is this, it's, though? Is this it's a long time ago. But I grew up Generation X, and I think there's, a, there's an interesting component of being gender... And it's part of a Gen X joke that I have on the album. I've got this bit. It's like a 12-minute bit. What's the definition of Generation X? Generation X is like born a, in 1965 to 1980, basically. Okay. Well, that's like, a big, but it's that's, a big span. It is a big span, but that's sort of breaking it up that baby boomers and then Generation X and then millennials and then Generation Z, Gen Z. 
Uh, and then whoever's out there now is, I don't know what generation they are, but, um, I think they don't like the word generation, uh, (laughs) (laughs) regeneration, they're regeneration. Uh, but like I had my, my Gen X joke is basically talking about like, I grew up watching Boy George and listening to David Bowie and listening to Prince. So gender fluidity for my entire childhood was just like, this is where all the great music comes from. Right. So for me to be able to empathize with a transgender person, sort of saying i might not be this thing that we're all supposed to be i'm like oh that makes sense because neither was prince and i i love purple rain so where'd you uh, shoot it uh i shot it out in Pottstown down in pennsylvania uh with soldiers they uh they got this new thing that was like a barn structure this new venue and i was like it feels home it feels uh home, jason so. salmon biscuits and great gravity do you mind no if we wrap it up we do have to do a bonus show so i like to keep it tight um Let's wrap it up. Okay, Biscuits and Gravity uh, coming soon to YouTube. That's how it's being done yeah, now. Yeah, it is. So I'll do it yourself, and you seem do it you're like a you, you know, the do it yourself look to you. I do. Look like you know right, your way around I'm a tool. Not, box, I'm tools not ready. nearly as uh, good around tools as I look like I am. Well, but. Jason Sam, and you're not as conservative as you look. <laughs> Jason <laughs> Sam. DIY termination. I like the ring of that. DI, do it yourself termination. As opposed to suicide. He died okay. of a DIY well, we termination. Be, well, that's something to consider. Self termination. Thank you, Jason Salmon, for being with us. Perry L. Ashenbrand, our producer. Thank me. you. Thank you, Noam, of course. You're without whom none of this would be possible. And Nicole Lyons, our uh, audio uh, wizard. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.